Welcome to the podcast, Mom It Like It's Hot, the Motherhood Insider, presented by the Cincinnati Mom Collective. Hello, Cincinnati moms. I'm Courtney Snow, and today we have with us Rebecca Stewart. I'm very excited about this because I feel like maybe today, more than ever, um, we can definitely use some advice and tips from her. Um, so she has actually been a financial advisor for over two years. She's with Northwestern Mutual, um, and she helps moms and parents like us help our financial uh, dreams and goals. So Rebecca, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about you? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Courtney. I'm excited to be here and chat with uh, many other busy moms in Cincinnati. So um, I do work for Northwestern Mutual, been a financial advisor for about two years now, started my career out in Philadelphia and just moved back here to Cincinnati in April. Um, But I am a UC grad. My husband is a UC grad. Um, We've got two little ones, eight and three, uh, that keep us busy as well. And um, you know, just have a background in education and psychology, which actually correlates um, surprisingly well with finance because it's all about behaviors and discipline and habits um, when it comes to money and decision making. Um, so just over the course of the last two years, been super passionate about helping young families and professionals with helping to achieve some of those goals that they have um, with financial planning, whether it be house, order cars, um, insurance, investments, retirement planning, all those things kind of encompassed together. So excited to be here with you today and kind of share a couple little tidbits of some things that may help some of the mamas out there. Yes. Yep. And I love that you were a local Cincy mom as well. Uh, my husband is a Bearcat grad, so <laughs> yeah, excited about that. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Um, so I know for me, um, my daughter was a complete surprise. I was a single mom for the first three and a half years. Um, when I had her, I had no idea how I was going to take care of her, um, pay off debts. I was in an apartment. Um, it felt very overwhelming. I'm thankful that I had guidance, um, you know, to the point where I was able to pay off everything and buy a house by the time she was three, like before I met my husband and start making those financial steps. And I feel like there's always things that you have to keep working on. Um, What was your experience? Were you prepared at all when you became a parent? I was very similar to you as well. I had my kids very young. Um, The first one while I was in college, the second one while I was doing my master's degree. And, um, you know, luckily we had um, a friend of ours that actually introduced us to Northwestern Mutual early on. And so we were able to have that connection and that go-to person to answer some of those questions as they were arising, um, as she was getting older and then having the second baby, kind of what's to come there. Um, But it was definitely a surprise for both. And it was just kind of figuring out using your village of people to help navigate, you know, some of those major things that come about, like you said, managing your debt, um, just new expenses, um, and just also kind of figuring out what's long-term for you too of, You know, you're just trying to manage day to day, but we're also trying to make sure that we're going to be good in the long term. So very similar to you, but definitely takes a lot of people and guidance to help you answer some of those questions that come about when you have babies. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like as the stages go on, you still need more advice and more help and sometimes some redirection. Um, Yeah. yeah, So the tips that you're going to share with us, um, I know you've got some younger ones, um, and then the eight-year-old. Um, I have a new teenager. 
I'm close to 40. My husband's close to 50. So like people like us were like, okay, college will be here at some point, like retirement, you know, are there some of the tips you're going to share? Are they going to help us on all stages of this parenting life journey? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're going to chat through today is just kind of general concepts around some things to start thinking about. Um, I think in general, everybody has to have that go-to person to really bounce ideas off of and have a more individualized plan for themselves because everybody's situation is so different. Um, you know, I heard one time you can go on the Internet. If we were logical beings, we could go on the Internet and kind of read what we need to do and just do it right. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all behavioral creatures. And so it takes kind of that extra step of accountability um, to really get you to do what you're supposed to do. And so it's always good to have that person that you can turn to for some of those major decisions. Yeah, you said you have some psychological backgrounds in your education, right? Yeah, a bachelor's in psychology, master's in educational psychology and adult learning. So kind of a little bit different than how you know children grow up and learn, but more about how adults can learn and, and grow. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I'm sure you have some amazing insight into, right, because if we just, if we just all did, you know, like a blanket plan, mm -hmm. you know, we'd all have it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah yep. there's definitely, yeah, definitely a whole lot that goes in. So yeah, I'm excited to learn from more from you. I know that this is just a very like introductory mm -hmm. um, thing for people to, to be learning some basics. So hopefully we'll be able to have you on again and keep diving into these tips for all of us. Um, but we'll just get started and uh, let you pass on a little bit of your knowledge for us. Um, so um, first question that we had is how do I manage my budget with new expenses like childcare and baby items? Yeah, so I think that's kind of, um, you know, the biggest question that comes about is the new expenses that arise when you have um, babies or maybe second baby after you figured out the first, right? Um, and so the biggest thing that we always talk about on the defensive side of the plan is really just building your emergency savings, which is usually about three to six months of your fixed expenses. Now, figuring out your fixed expenses is kind of that first step into knowing what that number should be. Um, which would start with a budget. And I feel like budget's kind of like a naughty word because nobody likes to hear that. Um, so just think about it as your cash flow. You know, what's coming in, what's going out, what am I spending every month? Um, there's a lot of things that fluctuate month to month, um, but there's a lot of things that don't. And so kind of looking back at your statements and figuring out, you know, what, what should be on your budget sheet and kind of where we can tweak um, if need be. It's never really a, a budget that we say, hey, you got to stop going to Starbucks every day. It's more of like, hey, let's still go to Starbucks, but let's pull back on a couple other things so we can make sure we're achieving some of these goals. Um, so really just following like a 60-20-20 rule, 60% fixed expenses, 20% savings, 20% spending. It's kind of a good start to see how on track you are with that. If you're not a big spender, then you can put more towards savings. Simple as that. Awesome. Yeah, that Starbucks habit, I feel like especially as a mom. Oh, yeah. We've, all got it. We've all got it. I'm sitting right next to me. So <laughs> yes, at least my, uh, my about to be teenager. She's like, she told me a few months ago, she was like, when I can get my first job, I think I'll work at Starbucks so I can make sure to get you free coffee. And I was like, oh, you do love me. <laughs> she's going to build up all your stars for you. <laughs> yes. There we go. So I don't know if she'll actually follow through with that, but at least right now she's still thinking about me and my coffee <laughs> maybe. Um, okay, great tips. Um, so how do I save for myself and my new child? 
Yeah, so I think this goes along with, um, you know, if you've ever been on an airplane and they talk about the safety rules and things like that, and they say, you know, if worst case scenario, oxygen mask comes down, put it on yourself before you put it on anybody else. Um, I think that's kind of a, a good thing to think about as a mom. We're always thinking about others, taking care of others first. Um, but at the end of the day, we got to make sure that we're taking care of and pri prioritizing ourselves. So um, really just figuring out savings wise, is it a short term goal? Is it a long term goal? Um, and then really talking to your advisor about what type of accounts make the most sense, um, depending on what that is. Short term goals might be more like um, needing a new car or wanting to go on vacation next summer. Um, long term would be more like the kids education or an investment property. Um, so figuring out which of those accounts makes the most sense um, when it comes to saving for yourself and then and then your your kids. Um, you know, maybe it's a 529 plan for education, something like that, that would be able to um, help long term and also be tax strategic because we talk about taxes a lot um, and just figuring out, again, kind of where to place those goals into savings versus short term versus long term. Awesome. Yeah. And I, you made a really good point about as moms, it is not in our instinctive nature to think about ourselves, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So yeah, you know, just when you think about like wellness overall, you know, whether that's mental, you know, your health, but also financial health. Um, yeah. I think it's a really key thing to, to make sure that we are practicing self-care on. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So next question we had is what benefits can I take advantage of at my job? Yeah. So this is a big one. I think that gets um, kind of brushed over a lot because it can be really overwhelming to look at your employer benefits package because it's usually about 60 to 100 pages of a lot of stuff that doesn't really make sense. Right. Um, and so, you know, we, we take a look at it and make sure that we pull out kind of the most important topics that you should know within that. Um, usually that involves you know, your retirement plan, you know, what should you contribute? What are they matching, if anything? What type of retirement plan that is? Um, they usually have some type of life insurance that will cover final expenses, but that's about it. Um, with the fluidity of jobs, you don't necessarily want to purchase more um, supplemental insurance with your job. Just in case you leave there, you're kind of throwing some of that money away. So we talk about making sure um, you, know, you have some individual planning done as well and not necessarily banking on your employer benefits. It's kind of more of an added bonus. Um, and then really the last benefit there is long-term disability insurance. So we hear that term short-term, long-term disability insurance. That just basically means income protection. If something happens to me and I can't go and work, I'm sick or I'm hurt, um, my income will still be paid to me. And that's super important because our income is the main driver of all things. If we don't have that, we can't do a whole heck of a lot. So um, you know, looking into some of those and just kind of pulling out the, the main points there is super helpful and then making sure that we're implementing some of the things on an individual basis to supplement for what we don't have through our employer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good points there. Um, and then next, what resources do I have outside of my job? Yeah. So I think this kind of comes down to, um, you know, working with an advisor, right? Um, we always turn to friends or family for advice. Um, and I think that we learn a lot from them, um, but there's also things that they don't know. They're not experts on it. They've probably made their own mistakes. So turning to someone that can really put together an individualized plan for you based off of your particular situation. Um, and then again, having that go-to person to turn to just, you know, I'm ready to make this big decision. Who can I talk to about it? Um, being a phone call away is, is, is always nice. Um, 
especially when you're super busy or you need to send a text or you need to send a, a voice message, right? We all are doing that now because we're so busy. Um, but just being able to turn to somebody for that, I think, and utilizing that resource. And at the end of the day, it takes a village, right? And when we think about our village, who are those people in our village? It's our friends, it's our family, but it's also your doctor, it's your nail tech, it's your hairdresser, and it should be your financial advisor so that we have, you know, that additional person to turn to. Um, so how can I ensure that I leave a legacy for my children? So I think this one's big. Um, you know, I know that as when I was a young mom, I don't know about you, Courtney, when I was a young mom, I didn't know anything about legacy life insurance. I didn't know how any of that worked, um, let alone what it meant, what it cost, um, and, you know, the impact that it could make. Um, as I've seen more and more people, you know, pass along the years and being in this type of industry where you're seeing these things happen all the time, um, as people get older, they want to leave money behind to their kids or their grandkids or a charity, um, or their alumni association. And so being able to strategically use, um, you know, your life insurance, your estate plan, your retirement plan, um, being super tax savvy with that. Um, so you're not paying, a, a, you know, a bunch of taxes when you do leave that money behind and just making sure that you have the right amount of life insurance that makes sense to you. You know, what is important to you? What do you want to prioritize as far as something that you want to leave behind in your name um, and pass on? I think that's the easiest way to create generational wealth, which is something that's usually important to most people, especially parents. Um, and so just trying to think of, of those types of things and making sure that we're doing that early on so that we're. Um, you know, locking in our age and our health because we know those things can change. Um, and then just making small, meaningful, meaningful contributions over the course of a long period of time um, into some type of investment accounts that you can pass down as well. So really just being strategic with different type, types of accounts there to create that legacy um, is super helpful and, and helps you sleep at night because, you know, there's something left behind there. God forbid something happens to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel like even with the financial mentors I've tried to surround myself with, and I had some like banking and credit union experience in the past. Um, I have been realizing even before meeting you and connecting with Northwestern Mutual that I feel like it's important to have somebody that's helping guide it, um, especially as busy parents and moms. Like there's so many things that are on your head that trying yeah. to stay on track of all those little things. Um, and I think just as you get older, you start to, think about more things. Um, yeah. so I just know for me personally, like I'm definitely going to need to connect with you because I've been for this, this whole year, been like, I need to get myself a dedicated financial advisor in place again. So yeah, you, you have me sold. <laughs> Let's get to here. <laughs> um, so what are the key points for a new mother's financial success? Yes, yeah, so I think it goes back to, you know, again, take care of yourself first, putting that oxygen mask on yourself um, before you put it on anybody else. Really talking to if you have a significant other um, about these things as well, because you may be on the same page, but you may be on completely different pages, too. If you're a new married couple or um, had a baby and you're just kind of like, what is happening? There's a lot of questions that come from that. Um, so having those conversations around that is is helpful. Um, you know, secondly, just managing your budget, live within your means, save as much as you can, um, talk to an advisor about where the, the right places to save are, whether it be for short term or long term goals. Um, 
and then just kind of have that trusted person to turn to, um, you know, making sure that we're, we're always going to challenge you to think about where you want to be and be a part of the progress that it takes to get there. And I think that that's super important. And we love doing that. That's our passion. We love to help people. Um, and so don't be intimidated by the financial advisor title. Um, a lot of us uh, mamas that are financial advisors like to call ourselves like vision planners or goal achievers, legacy builders, right? Because financial advisor yeah. can be a little bit scary to think about, right? Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of the main points there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I, I don't know if it's just kind of industry wide, but I feel like a lot of financial planners or places like, you know, it seems like you've just got a strong, smart guy that knows everything, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, to have somebody that's a fellow mom like you, that's like, Hey, I've gone through this. I know what you're feeling. Like, I know how to help map that path for you. Um, at least for me. And I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners and viewers could say that that's, that's huge yeah. to have somebody like you. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of, there's a lot of men in the industry and not that they can't relate, but we as women can definitely relate better um, and like you said, experiencing it, you know, for myself and a lot of the other moms that are in this industry have have experienced it as well. Um, and really just, I think, at the end of the day, breaking it down into bite sized pieces for people, because it can be very overwhelming to think about your finances. It's, it's a taboo topic, right? Not a lot of people talk yeah. about it. We don't discuss it at the dinner table mm -hmm. um, with our family. So just having that go to person, being able to break some of those things down and just make progress over time, um, I think is the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I could definitely tell you or someone like you, Northwestern Mutual, to like have that as part of our village um, is, yeah, it's really, really important. Um, so this has been some amazing tips. Um, but where can our listeners go for more information? Yeah. So like I said, we are affiliated with Northwestern Mutual. So you can go to NM dot com um, or you can reach myself on my cell number uh, which is three three zero nine nine eight zero one four one and my email address is rebecca dot stewart at nm.com awesome well yeah we will make sure um for anybody that's listening or viewing we will make sure to put all of that down in there and then um would welcome any comments that people have with questions um or ideas and would definitely recommend that you get in touch with rebecca um you obviously have a really good background a good passion um for helping other moms and families um, like us so thank you so much for taking the time to share some of your expertise with us today yeah thank you so much for having me courtney i really appreciate it yeah awesome all right we will definitely have you on again thank you Thanks for joining us and tune in for our next episode.